0: Have you ever had a situation, a job, something so toxic in your life that someone close to you literally compares it to an abusive relationship? I kid you not, that is how my best friend described my relationship with California. I always was obsessed. Obsessed. Ask anyone I went to high school with, my high school boyfriend. I used to have a Hollywood sign poster over my college dorm, okay? It wasn't exactly the sexiest. Even though California basically took a shit on my head, I was still clinging on. I was still clinging on to what was, to the dream. And my best friend literally said, do you know what you sound like? You sound like someone who says, yeah, he used to hit me, but he used to abuse me, but And I know a lot of you were wondering, well, Taylor, why the hell leave the red carpet life? Why leave Los Angeles? Why leave all of that? Your wish is my command here at the Taylor show that needs to be renamed. It's in the process. Okay. But we are talking. Oh, okay. Stripping for you too. We're just going to, we're doing it all today. Here we go. We are going to be talking today about... Getting the fuck out of Dodge, and by Dodge, I mean California. So I have two guests with me here. We're going to get right into it, because I know you guys want to hear what's up. So here's a little intro. To my left, we have Brielle Galakovic, the Gorgina, the beautiful. She is a lifestyle brunch host expert. Her site is called The Gilded Bellini. She's been on KTLA, and she's a fellow Tri-State bitch. We have a Jersey girl in this bitch. Okay, and then down here, I'm on top, he's on bottom. This is, <laughs> this is Matt Dillon. He is from Australia. He is a PR connoisseur, okay? He reps people like Carmeat from the Pussycat Dolls, you know, Lucent the buttons. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yep. Yep. And he also hosts sipping the tea podcast. So all of us, you guys are transplants, right? And we've all been in LA for about four to five years. And guess what? If we haven't gotten the fuck out of that jail cell, we're thinking about it. So let's kick it off. Let's get into it. Let's take a bite. Let's take a dive into Cardi B's pussy. Basically, As she, like, <laughs> to we all know this is like such a buzzy topic right now. So why do you think it's people are so fascinated by the California dream turned nightmare? Like, if it's a California dream, why is everyone leaving? Well, exactly.
1: The California dream, it's like, you know, everybody dreams of coming here, just like they dream of coming to New York. There's a different reason, you know, we all came here for entertainment purposes. We all work in the entertainment industry and then like it was overnight everything went downhill and now we're actually the stock of the country the because it's just completely like dead and dying and the control has reached so many new levels. Like there's so many rules and regulations that I don't even know if we can truly come back from this. How are we ever going to go back to work normally. And our industry is very, very different than others. It's not like, you know, let me go on LinkedIn and find a job. It's not like <laughs> yeah. that. So it's really hard to explain. Um, so yeah, it, it's hard. Um, everything has completely changed. I,
2: I couldn't agree
0: They don't even want us to do that. I said, what am I going to go do? Flip burgers at McDonald's? Oh, you can't even do like these fuckers don't want us to work. So we're going to explain where we're each at in the process. But I like this little threesome, this menage a trois, because we're me all. Me too. Asian, I love right? a good threesome. So yeah, no, exactly. So Matt is already like, he's like, bye bitch, by Felicia. And Felicia, I mean, California and Gavin Newsom. He already has a gorge place in Miami. It overlooks the water. He's taking his PR business and the podcast over there. So he's out. I'm in the middle. I'm looking to get to Nashville, baby. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. It's pussy yes. popping out there. So see you later, Eric Garcetti. Brielle, you are living in Orange County, but obviously you're from Jersey. So you're grappling with like, what do I do? So that's where we're all right. at right now. What was the straw that broke camel's back for you for being like, see you later?
2: First of all, the irony is that I'm in a hotel where I'm looking at the shitty downtown. So there's an, there's some <laughs> irony downtown LA that is. So I'm, uh, I'm packed my shit up. I'm living amongst boxes. I was like, let me check into a hotel. And I'm looking out the window and I'm like, see you the fuck later it's disgusting
0: was there a homeless man like serving you a bagel for breakfast there is
2: people shitting on the streets there's people urinating and it feels (laughs) like honestly it's really like Covid moment whatever i was like this has changed forever completely changed forever and it's based for me on you can't go back to the past like nothing will ever 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 be the same not entertainment I don't want to sit at a fucking restaurant six feet away from somebody, put a mask on, take a bite, put a mask. I don't want to do any of that. I don't want to, like, that's never going to go back. The tyranny levels here, this fucking, all of them, all these motherfuckers that are running this is like ridiculous.
0: Okay. So in the beginning of all this, I literally compared them to dictators and tyrants, and I was called a crazy person. So for you guys listening, we're talking specifically about Eric Garcetti, who's the mayor of LA, and Gavin Newsom, who's the governor, and basically like, Gives happy endings to Nancy Pelosi, Polly. That's so that's true. That's they're true. all in yeah, Rags. like they're yeah, they're all in cahoots. LA thrives. Like people go there to make their dreams come true. Not to be cheesy, but it's true. Our industry is completely imploded. It's like the laughing stock of the internet. How it's just like California's gone and Hollywood show business gone. They clearly don't give a shit if we work. Like they're in no rush to open this economy. And it almost feels like like we've all made sacrifices to make it happen in LA and it feels like LA didn't have our back in return. That's how I feel. 100%, 100%. <laughs> 100%. Nicely put,
2: Nicely put, Taylor, frankly. I'm like, it's reminding me of something and I don't know whether you've read what's happening in the UK. There's actually a, yeah. somebody in politics over there that actually said, everybody in the arts should go retrain themselves. Anyone that's a singer, an actor, a journalist a this, go retrain yourself and, and you should look it up, Taylor. And they did an ad campaign related to it, and it's got a ballet dancer on it. Like, basically, go retrain yourself, because you're null and void. Go fuck yourself. How about that? Because that is the biggest. And that's what I feel like that's gonna happen in L.A. There'll be no set visits, there's none of this. Concerts, I'm like, I'm waiting to see if PCD comes back together to do this big tour. But I'm like, I can't imagine if we can't even sit next to each other in a restaurant. We're not gonna have a stadium filled with people. So see you, see you 2025. Maybe. I don't know. I mean,
1: I think this stunted our growth, like in general. I mean, we're going to be set back so many years at this point. And I know, you know, speaking from experience, Taylor and I were from the tri-state area. We lived in New York. We did the whole New York thing and happy we did it when we did, because that's not the same either. But then we came here to, you know, continue our career. And now it's, you know,
0: exactly what you said, it's imploded. So it's like, where do we go from here? I want to talk about the control because we are all on the same page about this leadership control and how they're messing it up for us. And I just want to give you guys a little bit of a taste for those of you listening and wondering, are they exaggerating? Is California really that much of a shit show? It's so bleak. People are are anxiety ridden. There's a homeless guy constantly braiding your hair and like helping you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm not even exaggerating. And so I left She's LA not. I left LA for a little while. I went to the tri-state. I went to Nashville and people are alive. And then I came back to LA and I was like, this is literally Epstein's jail cell. Like, are they fucking serious? Nothing is enough for these people. Like nothing is enough for Newsom and Garcetti. They kept saying over and over, after Labor Day, we're going to see if there's a spike. After Labor Day, no spike. But we've been in the most restricted tier this entire time. That makes me think, one, they love the power that they have right now. I don't care if you call me crazy conspiracy theorist. These fuckers love that they have us in the palm of their hands, right? Mm-hmm. Number mm-hmm. two is that they make everything our fault. Have you noticed? So if COVID cases go down. You guys are doing a great job. If they spike up, it's our fucking fault. So they're punishing uh, LA by keeping them in the most restricted. Like, nothing is on them. Everything's on, on us.
1: Well, it's so corrupt. and this whole thing is just part of the brainwashing. And I'm sorry, like, you know, there's a lot of people that just think, oh, just listen, just listen, just listen, just listen. But they don't question. You have to question. These people don't have our best interests in mind. They want control. They want everything one way. Doesn't matter whether you're left, right, middle, whatever. They want it one way and they want us to follow it. So the fact that a lot of people are just like, oh yeah, sounds good. It's like, what are you like look how far we already are into the year and and we're just stagnant like how much longer could this go on and just like you said they're not stopping they're gonna keep going because everyone is literally like
0: a doormat they're like okay yeah sounds good like why were were you made a good point why were there no protests for the for people barely any i think there was like a piece of tumbleweed that went across going Open the economy. I feel like people don't care. They want to collect their unemployment and not work. And the rest of us are like, we want to work.
2: Do you think there's a lot of people, see I don't. in our business and like day to day with you Taylor, talking to you, I'm like, I haven't seen that personally. I'm sure there's slobs and schmubs that fucking don't want to do shit. And I'm quite happy to like lose their minds mentally. But I'm like, everyone around me, I'm just sick of it. And I don't want to be a sheep anymore. And I refuse to be that person anymore. I just don't I don't understand how people can like walk aimlessly through this and be like, oh, it'll get better. It's only gonna get better if we rise up and be like, fuck this, we're not doing this. Like, power for the people, man. Power for the people, fuck you. But it's not gonna change if we just be like, okay, 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 okay. Well Forget that's it. why I
0: was like, what is going on with the people here? Cause when I saw protests going on in Michigan and other places to open the economy, I was like, Hello, hello, but then you know, there's protests for borders and immigration and all this. Flooding the streets, but no one gives a shit about the opening the economy. It's so like ass backwards. That was a tipping point for me getting out of there because once I saw New York City, they're like, "Oh, we're working out, we're dining." I was like, "These fuckers who brought in a boat to have people on COVID and they're living life out there." Yep. That's when I was like, "Oh no, they're, they're, I feel like we're past the point of no return here. The, the writing's on the wall." You well, just said at
2: the point that- of no return.
1: <laughs> well, I think that, especially in the entertainment industry, our circle truly is really like tight knit. Like we are really hard workers and we have to like, it takes years for us to make any progress. But, and I'm not saying this is about everyone, but there is a lot of people like, you know, the people who are kind of in a daze and just, okay, yeah, whatever. They don't want to work. I mean, essentially what's happening right now is the american dream is being canceled and people are okay with that and like i know that especially me and taylor and and you too like you know we've all my, my family has come across from europe the correct way and like have worked really really hard to get to where they are now and where we are now and built you know the lives that we could live so it's like oh all that is just oh never mind it's fine we can just sit and chill and whatever that like that doesn't work for me we're not those types of people I mean,
2: if people are complicit in this shit, frankly, then th- they deserve to be locked up. Because I don't see California making any moves anytime—not not this year even. And that—that's no. one month. That's one day too many for me, honey. One day too many for me. Forget it's it. Twenty seconds too long for me. And at one point, I was happy in L.A. There was one point, and I—it I, took me a while to remember things were beautiful and friendships were being formed and you know, events and things, and I'm not really like a go-out events person, but it was like, when you're with the right crew, and then when the crew started to dismantle and everyone's like, fuck this, I'm gone. I had this Miami life forming, and I was like, well, pick one. Yeah. One can be work and one can be home. So 50% of it was like, when I got to Miami and smelt that warm air, I was like, bitch, you can suck a dick, I'm out. This year has taught you nothing. Be happy, and be yeah. truly happy. And if it means starting a whole new life by yourself, go into it because your happiness is all you got. It's all you got. It's
0: true. Listen, I by no, this was not a decision I took lightly because I was really happy in LA too. Like I was in no position. Anyone close to me knows I was in no position mentally, career wise, like I was good. I was yeah. good, like, going to the Grammys and the VMAs and yeah. meeting all these celebs. Like, I was good with it. I had my little routine. I was doing hot yoga. like <laughs> You know what I mean? I was yeah. I was okay with it. And I was just, yeah. like, inconsolable leaving. I was like, I'm so proud that I picked up and moved here by myself and made a whole life for myself and accomplished all this. Like, I'm not ready to go. Not to disc, you know, the people who live there. Because I, lo- I feel like I made such a family there. Like, you mm-hmm. guys are part of that. Exactly. exactly. It ultimately exactly. forced me out to the point where I was like, I don't have a choice. When I went to other places, like when I heard about New York and when I went to Nashville, they want to move life along. I met with complete strangers. They were like, yeah, let's meet for coffee. Yeah, let's do this. They're going into the studio. They're doing interviews. People in LA, they won't even take a meeting with you unless you're in a space suit. Literally. <laughs>
1: Fact. Yep. Um, well, the rules just don't make any sense. They just don't
0: add well, up. No, no, no. We've touched on it a little bit.
1: The homeless. I know people who have gotten assaulted by homeless people. Um, It is not safe to go outside. Um, It truly isn't. Like, in just being alone, even. um, You can't even take a walk like midday without there being like a heroin addict on the street. There's even been stories I've heard from friends where they've had incidents with homeless people and the police are just, they make it seem like it's their fault. And truly it's, it's mind blowing um, because I know like, especially coming from the tri-state area, some of the strongest people are the NYPD. They, they protect in, until the end. I have heard countless stories about the LAPD just being like, well, it was kind of your fault. Like, why aren't you locking up these people that are committing crimes? You're scared to lock up a homeless person because they might have COVID, but they just beat up, you know, multiple people or assaulted multiple people. They're, they're felons.
2: Kid is now everywhere. Like West Hollywood, where I am, is, is bananas. Like they're living in car parks and, and it's not clean and it's not. You know, there's people that are displaced, I have empathy for. But then when you're, like, doing drugs and naked and have your cock out at, you know, 2 p.m. in the afternoon, and I'm trying to get a, a cake and a coffee to <laughs> I think, exactly. I don't want to step over your dick, bitch. I'm not looking for mean, I mean, I've got, I've got the story. Downtown, I was doing a photo shoot, and somebody came up to me and was like, 50 bucks if I can suck your cock. No. It was like, he said it's my birthday, and I was like, back the fuck up right now downtown I've never been more picture- like it's bizarre
0: leaving and then coming back was shocking because I <laughs> it's truly shocking like when I was in Nashville they were like we're so sorry about the homeless I literally saw one lady the entire time I was like this is what you call she's like my best friend I was driving so Brentwood you guys it's like a bouge area I love it it's where there's like a soul cycle and sweet green all this good shit So when I came back to L.A. after leaving for a couple months during COVID, you go down Wilshire, which I'm sure you guys, if you've lived there or not, you've heard of it. Very famous street in L.A. And in Brentwood, you're leading up to Brentwood. It's tense. I put it on my Instagram story. Tense. I literally was like, is there a mosh pit, like, carnival? (laughs) I was in Santa Monica before I left. I would go on my little bike rides, watch the sunset, like, have an existential (laughs) crisis. The huge and I was meeting a friend for um, a little happy hour. You know, it gets darker earlier. In the old days, I'd ride all night. Literally, the sun wasn't even down yet. The entire bike path in Santa Monica, Venice, don't even get me started. Oh, forget it. I literally did really feel safe. Like I ran up to the taco place to go meet her on Ocean Boulevard. I was just like, like they were, it was everywhere. This isn't just a headline anymore. This is like, no. but how did they let it get to that point? How did they think that just giving them tense is going to solve a problem?
2: It's
1: not, it's, it's not going to solve the problem. Like th- this is serious. It's affecting how people live. Like there's children, there's, they can, you know, they can do whatever. They're not in their right mind. And you know, you can't, whatever, you can't fault them for that. It is what it is for that situation. But you can't just turn turn your head and be like, well, that's it. Like, people are at risk. And that's what it comes down to.
0: So yeah. we all work with celebrities. We've met them. We're in their world. We've been to their events. We've seen their houses, et cetera. Why do you guys think, like, is it principle at this point that celebs are getting the fuck out of Dodge? Elon Musk has threatened to take his business out. Joe Rogan's already leaving. I've heard Kanye and Kim are spending time in Atlanta. Um, Keith Urban and, uh, what is it, Nicole Kidman, they're, I think, spending time in Nashville. Like, why are these celebs who are wealthy enough to stay, and to them it doesn't make a difference? They're tucked into the Hollywood Hills, Calabasas. They don't know the difference, and even they're leaving. So what does that say?
2: that it's fucked up, and well, of, and yes. of. For me, it's like, they're one of the, we're all the, in this circumstance, we're all the same. Whether you're tucked up or not, mm-hmm. there is changes, and it, I think the trickle-down effect is hitting them. I think their egos are playing into the thing. They can't walk a carpet, they can't do this, although the Kardashians can do whatever the fuck they want because they're in glam every five seconds. Whatever about them, different bitches, whatever. <laughs> can't be bothered with those hoes. But I do feel like ego is a big part of Hollywood. Ego plays a part in this, bubble that we are in and on the circumference of and when you can't be getting your ego stroked on a red carpet by hundreds of fans fuck it let's go live a placid normal life then and I know Nicole and Keith would be definitely they, they're more normal on the skew I would say so a Nashville life works better for them but I'm like you know I don't think LA's I don't think it's going to be what what we know it to be, and the Kardashians is done. So once that was over, honey, LA's down, bitch.
1: Calabasas is done, honey. That's when you know the world is over. But oh, those, celebrities,
0: those celebrities, those celebrities
1: that you mentioned, Taylor, I feel like those are people that do think out of the box. Joe Rogan, Kanye, like right. they aren't afraid to get out of the Hollywood bubble. And also, I read this article the other day. I have to tell you guys, James Vanderbeek from Dawson's Creek. He posted on his Instagram saying that, you know, he's basically done with Beverly Hills. Um, They just moved from their house because you weren't allowed to fly a kite. Also not allowed at any park in Beverly Hills, riding a bicycle, climbing a tree, throwing a ball against a cinder block wall, learning anything from an instructor using weights, cones, or any type of pad, wearing cleats, and you couldn't use the batting cage built next to the baseball field. Now this is, this is just wild. This goes to show the levels of extreme like he's moving because his kids can't live
0: a normal life and he he has all the money in the world how about the halloween the halloween story i died get a xanax because they made a rule in la and they were like no trick-or-treating this year sorry literally halloween is canceled who do you think you are
2: Like, you ain't getting Christmas, Ada. You ain't doing Thanksgiving. You're fucked.
0: No, exactly. Don't even think about getting your little stockings and putting them on the fireplace because guess what? Eric Garcetti will come in and burn your Christmas tree. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) I mean... It's very true. Wait, how about, though, Eric Garcetti also had that rule about telling on your neighbors and telling on people if they were having... Did you guys hear about that? About having people... Yeah, and that's
2: that's the epitome of the hierarchy and the crumbling of once a great city, because once you start doing that, bitch, uh, fucking, that's, that's dog animal behavior, and I'm like, you know what, like, respect, there has to be respect, we have to respect opinions, we have to do that, but like, really, bitch? Like, really? This is like, this is the purge. This is what this place is going to become. That's not a TV or movie show anymore, honey, that's, that's why I'm getting, that scares the shit out of me. Because what if your neighbor fucking hates you and you're just like, oh, they had all these people there? What are they what do they do? Put you in the jail? What happened? Right. Like you done.
1: Well, I think that the state is on a mission to just get people out who who don't deserve to be here. Like the massive control is just so crazy that they're pushing all these buttons so hard and they're like, All right, you don't wanna stay? Leave. I mean, remember the whole thing with the California Brexit or whatever it is they all like California being its own country I mean that that started a couple of years ago and now look where this is it's like well you're
0: on your way I, I hope it does <laughs> let me know how the San Andreas fall treats you like bye, I'll get a passport. <laughs> yeah
1: let's That's not right, even girl. get started about that
0: Like both of us said, we did love California and didn't necessarily, we weren't ready to go, but now it's like so freeing. Like now I've fully accepted it. And I'm like, I'm ready to live in a place where they want me to work and contribute to society. Thank you very much. Brielle, like where are you at right now? Yeah. So it's, it's hard because it's like, you know, where,
1: where do you go? If you know, you leave right this second, like I have family here and everything. So it's a little bit more difficult for me to just pick up and leave, but just like we were saying before with our industry being completely, I mean, it's, it's just blown to smithereens. So what, what do I do? You have to kind of have a deadline and you're like, okay, well, if I don't have this by then, like, like this is serious. This isn't like, oh, I'm supposed to be in a certain place in my life. Like this is like if my industry doesn't open up and I can't get the same types of opportunities I was getting, then I need to do something else. I need to figure it out you know, we'll see what happens in maybe, like, the next two years.
2: I think that's an interesting point, because that's kind of what I did. I put the deadline on it, but then I just was like, this is, this has to be about your joy and your happiness, and exactly, ultimately, you can't let anyone make a decision for you, although they are, and I'm sure Garcetti's got cameras in this room right now. What's up, bitch? How you doing? Probably, there?
1: yeah. We're um, being listened to.
2: But I would say, like, flick a map babe. see what happens I, I mean i had like great grounding in miami and there's a lot of things that i'm going there for so it's not it's a new it's a whole new world because i've never lived there but it's also like i have a nice grounding there which i'm excited for and it's free it's open the honey it's, it's done ready to go baby
0: <laughs> oh my god it's so exciting let me tell you since i've been in the tri-state i've only been here a week i've gotten a massage i went to a spin class i've gotten a gym membership I've drooled at all of the New England boys that I miss so much. I'm like, oh my God, this is (laughs) like, like, it feels alive. Matt, when did your timeline start? Like, at what point in the process were you like, all right, shit is fishy?
2: I remember, I can't even remember when this COVID bullshit started. So I think around March-ish, March-ish, I was like, I have to pivot my business so I did sit in the house for three months. I think learning, working, and busting my balls to the point of like, oh my God, my balls are gonna explode. And I was like, well, what do I do next? Because at three months, I thought it'd be done. I think around May was like, I went to Miami, I came back. Another month I went to Miami, I was like, bitch, mm-hmm. just fucking go, like, just go. I know. And this last trip a month ago is when I got my apartment and I was like, honey, sign the lease for a year. It's, it's a yeah, honey it's it's done.
0: All right. Someone has to say it. So I'm just going to go out and say it. I feel like the leadership in California, we all know California is super liberal. And I feel like these people are on such a mission at this point to stick it to the administration and to Trump. They'll keep going and going and going and kill the economy to be like, well, see, this was under Trump's watch. So Am I just disposable and like expendable to you that you will you're willing to go so far to prove a point that you're forcing people like us out? Am I wrong?
2: all facts i I have to agree completely, and the only one thing I say I know there's I know there has to be some kind of politics in this, but why isn't this about humanity? like people have the mental health issues with all of this. I know to a degree I'm not yeah. stupid there has to be like this is, this is a what they're doing is about politics, but what we need to get back to is like. People are dying, and not from the fucking COVID. Sorry to anyone that's died from COVID, but, like, I must say it. I think a higher rate of people are going to kill themselves based on, and they don't know it yet because they're just following the rules. But these bitches, what, 2020? Mm. If this should still up next year, California, the rate of suicide will be, You can, it's not normal. It's not normal. None of that is normal. No. In, human interaction is everything. The testing should be available for everybody so we can just get the fuck moving. Like, dude, this is, you go to CVS in Miami, you can get a COVID test for free.
0: The survival rate of COVID is what? Like 99% survival? And then what is the suicide going to be? Talk to me then, Newsnom. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, well, mm-hmm. let's let's see what he says to that because, you know, they're always spinning bullshit. But what you said, Taylor, is 100% facts. They're trying to do this to make Trump in the White House look like somebody he's, you know, what? It, whatever you agree or don't disagree with, but they're doing it at the detriment of how many millions of people? Right. Fucked up shit, man. Not That's cold. why
0: it's like you can't not bring politics into it. And we're not idiots. We lived it. No, America. not at all. Not. Yeah. The media, the LA Times, all this shit, they buy into it too. They're drinking mm. it like fruit punch. Drink. yeah. They fucking love it. They're like, "Oh, there was one new COVID case today, so yeah, gay, go Newsom. Let's stay safe and get we're in this together, guys." I'm like, "Are you guys okay? Like, what is Have you happening?
1: ever been to a state that has a has a stand outside and says "Recall" and it says the the governor's <laughs> name? Because in Pacific Palisades, there is a stand that says "Recall Gavin Newsom." So please advise if you've ever experienced that. But recall someone okay that's no the new thing. Brielle
0: would like send me photos of it and she's like so this is what's going on recall gavin news am like let's get in line do we sign yes. now or tomorrow literally people are waving flags They're like yeah recall him. <laughs> i think we've made it clear thus far california has been the punchline of jokes in the media and now you yep. guys see it's for a reason we're not we're not crazy we we did it and we lived it hold on guys sorry oh sorry. yeah no go ahead i gotta get my charger sorry get the charger <laughs> the charger get the charger, charger. The the charger. <laughs>
2: Oh you my see, God. my
0: shirt kept trying to come off this entire episode. Honey, I was
2: gonna take my breast out too, cause I was like.
0: Brielle, ah! <laughs> we're doing a whole like wet t-shirt contest. It's
2: just turned into a wet titty contest.
0: <laughs> this isn't. Oh this isn't God. getting edited out. Just so you bitches know.
2: It's all good.
0: <laughs> okay. I know we're like, yeah, we're so excited. each chapter. We feel revived. But do you have any sadness about leaving California?
2: This is gonna sound really fucked. That's how they are. They're fucking memories, and you can't. Yeah. There's, at this point, there's no more memories that are gonna be created that will be as great as they were. I think the heyday of what what we lived and being able to do these great events and being able to surround yourself, like that's some fucking cool shit. Like Hollywood Boulevard being shut down. I hate Hollywood Boulevard. I hate anything in Hollywood, but like the memories of doing film premieres there, that's some sick shit. Not everyone gets to do that. I so know.
0: We,
2: it's, it's, it's a little nostalgic, but it is, uh, you know. I'm catching one on the jet skis in the fucking ocean, man. That's all I got to send you some time.
0: Brielle's box right now is the economy of LA. <laughs> Wait, I can't even see her box. Where's her box? Her <laughs> box is here, but it's empty. This is like, it. this is it personified. No, honestly, with that said, I took a drive down Hollywood Boulevard one last time before I left. I saw it. That's
2: why I brought that up. (laughs) Yes!
0: I was feeling sad. I was like, you know what? You're right. I was like, all the times I bitched and moaned about being at a crowded, you know, the Chinese theater. It's like the Times Square of uh, New York, right? It's a shit show. You know, I do have a lot of good memories, and you're right. Like, I got paid to do it and to be there, and people would pay to do it. It was another indicator of why. I mean, it was just so sad. The Chinese theater was barricaded off there was nobody out there. Again, homeless people crawling, and I'm like, here you go. Like yet again. Hi Brielle, you're back. You missed the strip tease show. Technical difficulties. Who the heck knows? Sorry.
2: I told you I fucking nuisance on this call, man. And now Teddy's <laughs> fucking playing with the buttons.
0: Oh, you forgot about Bill Gates. How did you? Oh forget? honey.
2: Well here's my ass, bitch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're gonna laugh at mine.
2: Yeah Christmas
0: <laughs> isn't canceled here, bitch. Sorry. Christmas is alive and well. Garcetti.
2: I wanna throw a question back to you, Taylor. If it did ever come back in full swing and you get a great offer on the table to like return to the old school moment, would you come running back?
0: No. I was over, I was complacent in my life for so long. And that's so clear through this podcast. I was over red carpets. I was over celebrities showing up to their own premieres and not doing interviews. And quite frankly, I was over being Us Weekly's bitch and asking gossipy questions. So I feel like this was the push that I finally needed to get out. Unless it was a dream opportunity, absolutely. Although I don't really want to fall into the ocean, but- Yes, if it was like a dream, dream opportunity, yes. So all I can say is thank you, Gavin Newsom, for bigger and better.
2: I agree. Look at what you've done during all this bullshit. Hats off to you, girl.
0: Oh, thank you.
2: It's a new chapter. It's not the end of anyone's story by any means. And if I could tell any Californian, the happiness is key. And if you're happy sitting inside your jail cell, aka your apartment or home, then please, by all means, enjoy it. Enjoy that fucking free money, honey. Enjoy oh yeah.
0: Send us letters from jail.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Cheers to that, bitch.
0: All right, so here are my thoughts on all of this, okay? No matter how you slice it, California or not, it's a shit show. I know when you guys heard Matt say COVID schmovid, you're probably like, are these people deranged? But that's what's happening. Matt, I get why you said that, right? Because it's like people can't take it anymore. It's like that kid you went to school with, you know, whose parents were so strict. And the next thing you know, they go to college and they're the ringleader of every frat party doing drugs, boozing, drinking, because they're finally free. That's what's happening here, sadly, because we've been on such a tight leash that now they're like, well, fuck it. I'm over it. I'll take my chances. We know that COVID is out there. I'm the first one to judge the asshole on the plane not wearing a mask but at some point it's like the abusive relationship I bring it back to that earlier at some point you have to decide am I gonna stay am I gonna stay whether it be in fear in thinking and clinging and hoping about what was are you gonna stay in that situation or are you gonna pick up the pieces and move on with your life thank you Garcetti for making it our decision that much easier and leading us to bigger and better things cheers cheers. to you. Oh, hashtag recall <laughs> Gavin Newsom. <laughs> yes, honey, where's my slide? She son? slides it in in the end, and <clears throat> recall Gavin Newsom. Okay.